Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit show. Featuring Justin Curry at Wizard of Whiskey, Mark Pruitt at Resonant Prose, and Julia Men at The Wee Tipple. And now, pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know you will. Uh, welcome back, Ramblers. It's Mark Pruitt at Resonant Prose. I'd like to welcome you to episode four, for fuck's sake. I'd like to introduce my partners in crime here, the scintillating, the lovely, the radiant, absolutely intelligent Justin Curry at Bevfluence, the strong, the macho, and the kick-ass great beard Julia Men at The Wee Tipple. Did I fuck that up? No, I, I think I'm at a, I think I'm at a rather rather. Well. It's it's not a full beer, but I'm working on it. So thank you. And I it looks it. awesome. I love it. It's 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 very macho. It makes me feel very threatened. Thank you. I'm feeling good about it. Well, with that fucked up introduction, welcome to the show, everybody. I would like to segue to the news. Uh, Julia, what do you got? Well, Woodford Reserve has some big news. You probably have heard already. They are in the middle of celebrating their 25th year as a distillery. Not only just any distillery, but the world's top-selling super premium American whiskey. And they have announced they are expanding their distillation facilities in Versailles, Kentucky. So you may or may not know, but now you're gonna know for surezies, uh, they are known for using their copper pot triple still distillation. So they are adding three new copper pot stills, effectively doubling their production output. So great news for those who love Woodford. Along with the stills, the plans include a new building to house the boiler plant, additional fermentation tanks, a grain unloading area, additional barrel unloading and storage areas, and a training center for employees. Huzzah! So it's just very cool to see them that they've, uh, you know, how far they've come in the last 25 years. And this expansion of theirs really looks to the next 25 years and beyond. So good on you, Woodford Reserve. Well done. Always love to see businesses investing back in themselves with stuff like this and creating not only experiences for the people, uh, the customers, but uh, also for the internal folks. Yeah, absolutely. Training staff. I mean, it's great juice. You see it all around the world. It's fantastic stuff. So good on them. In other news, is your fisting game worth $100,000? With yes, lube, intent, and a little bit of imagination, anything's possible. Sorry, oh, I Mark, totally. You devil. I just totally fucking ran over with you. I apologize. <laughs> well, it's ruined now. So let's talk about the hand job. I mean, it's the elephant in the room. Yeah. Well, I, I've got a strong game. I'll, I'll make Justin's toes tingle until next Tuesday. If you know, are we talking about something different? Yeah, and crickets. So earlier I shared an article. Um, oh, the article. Oh, okay, I'm oh, on the that's same what we're talking yeah, about. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, earlier I shared an article that a whiskey brand is looking for a hand model, uh, and they're willing to pay a hundred thousand dollars. Julia, what does some of this include uh, if you were to get this position? <laughs> oh, well. It includes, once I find it, 
Julia, we're doing a show here. Can you please be prepared? Mark, Shut you up, do? okay? It was a long article. Where the fuck did it go? Okay, pause this shit. <laughs> oh, I found it. Okay, cool. So the company is Fistful of Bourbon. Uh, they will award their Spokes Fist with a custom designed bottle in addition to hand spa treatments and workouts. And okay, my first question is, are the workouts just for the hands or is it like a full body workout? Well, if it's anything like a shake weight commercial, I think it's a whole body workout. Oh my God, you say shake weight and then that immediately makes me think of that. Did anyone else see those? It was very short lived, but it was like a saddle commercial, but it was a workout thing. So like, it was a mini, mini saddle that you would sit on and it would vibrate and apparently just like vibrate you thin? Question mark? Anyone else see that? It was hilarious. The funniest story ever. My aunt, who hopefully isn't listening to this podcast, uh, received not one, not two, but three of them from her children uh, for Christmas one year. And as she was opening them, we all pretty much assumed that that's what it was going to be. Um, And it was quite fucking hilarious to see her open three shake weights. Oh, so shake weights, not saddles. Okay. Where was she supposed to put the third shake weight? I don't know. See, this is what happens when you don't have a gift planning session. Yeah, I mean, dude, as someone who is a family of six children, like we coordinate that shit. Yeah, it's very important. So, okay, back to the fistful of bourbon. Uh, This, oh, sweet Christmas. This was something they posted on their Twitter. Oh, it's so good. It's so bad. I'm not sure I can get through it without laughing, but we'll try. Take a deep breath. Julia, take a deep breath. I'm going to count you in, okay? Julia, deep breath. I'm focused. I'm focused on the money. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three. Think you have a special hand? An itchy trigger finger? A green thumb? A stinky pinky? Well, now it's time to make them work together to earn you a cool hundred thousand. You ready? Head on over to that link to apply. Must be 25 plus to land this gig. Uh, fist bump, spokefist.com. At, spoke the, wee, fist. at, at the wee tipple, folks. At the wee yeah. tipple, available for parties, sponsorships, and voiceovers. Yes, thank you very much. Here's my question about this particular ad. Did no one in the marketing department think maybe we should have an extra brain sesh? Like, hey, guys, let's maybe come back after lunch. We, no. You know. Oh, you know what? I'm vibing with this. I think that this is brilliant. I think this is totally on point. The fact that we are naming it and we are talking about it, I think that this is absolutely off the charts awesome. I want to go yeah. work for this company. They went whole hog. They fully embraced this marketing gimmick campaign that they decided to launch. They're like, Yep, we're fucking going all in, bitches. Yeah. I'd just like to say that I have working man hands. Look at these fists. You can't see them. The audience, I'm just sharing them here in the air. I want you to know that they're they're like hands of stone. Yeah, they're like Wolverine without the metal claws. And on behalf of Mark Pruitt at Resident Pros, I'm going to say hashtag Spokefist. Oh, my God. Was that the news? Was this our news today, guys? I'm afraid so. 
What's the world? You know what? It was it was great news. I I I'm I'm loving this. I think this is awesome. This is the pinnacle of marketing for me. Oh God! It gave me a, uh, a real good chuckle. But uh, man, maybe my mood needs to come down a couple of notches. So, did anything sour your guys' mash this week? Okay, I gotta chime in. Please do. If you don't know me, I, I'm a cat guy. I'm just gonna put it out there. I love cats. Cats are the best. Cats are the uh, best. Okay. Cats are the best. I have a I have a pair of newly adopted brothers. They are black cats, and they are just the coolest fucking cats on the planet. Black cats are indeed the best fucking cats on the planet. And they are awesome. And one of them is very lovable, and one of them is very clingy. The the one in the same. He is also very gassy. So what sours my mash this week is a fucking gassy pat because he farted in my face the other night. Just wanted to put that out there. Just once. Just once. Once was enough. Thank you. Okay. No. See. So I used to have a black cat. He was the best cat in the entire world. Sorry for everyone else who thinks their cat is the best, but. My cat for 14 years, but near the end, he had cancer. And Sorry, I don't mean to make a downer, but we're talking about rancid pet gas, all right? Like, near the end, it was so bad. Oh, my God, it was noxious. It was, I didn't know something so small could be so toxic. So, you know, there it is. Loved welcome, him. Welcome to my world. Like, oh, my God. God, it was it was hilarious, but it was awful. And I'm like, sweet Christmas, you know, tiny but deadly. Hey, Justin, how what are you, you doing? Got, Justin? Awfully quiet. Are you dead? Have you have you died from noxious pet gas? Uh, I have not. Um, my dog does, however, do the same thing. He definitely gaslights us. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my, you know what? Honestly. What really sours my mash is something that happens every week. It's people related. Um, and it's people who walk up to you, start asking you a question without making eye contact or acknowledging that you're an actual, you know, person. Without acknowledging you exist, they just simply go right into, hey, where is this? Or, hey, do you know this? It happens all the time. I don't know why. I, I try and work on my best ISIS fuck off face. And yet somehow people still walk up to me and they don't just tell me their life story, but they now they've started asking me questions because there's no time for the life story anymore with all the masks and the social distancing. But seriously, okay, so wait, 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 I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to back up. Okay. For the sake of the audience, we actually can see each other as we're doing this show. And Justin, I, for the benefit of the audience, just with maybe Julia and I doing a little bit of, play-by-play and color can you can you give us can you give us the isis fuck off face so can we can we can we do that okay so he's he's working here he's is is this the face justin or is this the work this is a little bit the face it's kind of hard to to, it really works better with the black mask on and of Mm. course the arabic writing always do you know where the parking lot for the um for the uh, doctor's office is So this is kind of like a like a side eye kind of thousand foot stare, get the fuck away from me, kind of thing that's happening. Am I okay? The way you're looking at Mark right now is giving me much more of a vibe of like, what the fuck, bitch off, motherfucker. Sort of that, yeah. But like I said, I I really do try and work on the fuck off face, but it just doesn't seem to work. 
for the no. for the first five years of my life, I thought my real name was fuck off, but that's a different story. You know, I had a very similar experience this week where someone was talking to me, apparently without my knowledge, <laughs> asking me for information. And I'm like, what? how would I know that you were like, I tuned in halfway through their question because I'm like, oh, wait, no one else is around. They're right in front of me, but like they the only anything else. The only possible way that this could actually happen was was this in a public restroom where they were used next to each other in stalls or do women oh wait no 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 you said the person was in front of you never mind sorry yeah. I mean I've been in some interesting bathrooms I did live in New York City for seven years I saw some weird shit but <laughs> New no, York City not... is a bathroom at times it is but we love it anyway yeah no it was just so weird I'm like oh wait they're talking to me but they literally didn't say anything that would instigate a conversation besides just launching into whatever the question was i'm like really really so you know i feel you i feel you justin i think it's time for another segue yep shut the fuck up you motherfucker <laughs> in a previous episode i referenced a spell check fail uh and spell check fail was uh the misspelling of segue as segue so uh from this show going forward we will now segue into other aspects of the show my headache is compounding and i know they're going to bring this and that by they i do mean mark is going to bring this back again again and it's going to be hilarious but also aggravating just wait till i keep bringing up fisting hey yo anyway i will take any reprieve i can get to drink so cheers lads raise your glass and let's just drink to the day and to us and to stupid people being motherfuckers. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's all fine. It's all good. We're good. Cheers. Cheers, you. Cheers, Ramblers. Cheers. Anyway, what's in your glass? Justin, kick us off. Um, so I'm still on a craft kick of late. Uh, I have quite a few samples uh, from, from quite a few distillers. Uh, there's one particular in Missouri, uh, still 630. Um, this is actually one of their experimental, you guys, I don't know why I'm showing the bottle because the listeners can't see it, but um, this is the experimental collection. This is X-16. It is a whiskey. It is batch 25. It gives the char level. It gives the age statement in months, so 19 uh, months. Um, I'm kind of excited about this. It's 100 proof, and it doesn't tell me any of the greens. So it just says hundred proof. Says, uh, Nazi. So I'm gonna. We don't care about the grains this time. Just go come on, and, cough it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say rye malt. I'm gonna go ahead and say um, I'm getting rye malt at least in the in the nose. I'm As in malted getting, rye or rye and malted barley. Uh, rye, rye malt. <clears throat> so like um. You, you're familiar with malt powder. You go to, you know, you go to a, a, an old, uh, you know, an old malt shop. You get a, you order a malt. That's, that's that flavor. It's, but it's, but it's rye specific. Okay. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm definitely getting a tiny bit of like moss, uh, not peat moss, but just, you know, just moss. Um, well, it's really interesting. Um, definitely baked bread, a little bit of sourdough, some brioche, toffee, really nice. You always have such delightful drams. Um, oh, wow. 
the finish is super well i shouldn't say the finish i'm still tasting the finish but the palette it's bold, it's pretty, it's nice, it's clean. Um, I'm, I'm definitely getting a lot of chewy leather, cedar drawer, really, really nice. Um, and like I said, the, the finish is actually really, um, it's short, but it's, it's, it fades to this just nice creme brulee. And I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this dram. That sounds so, fantastic. Joya, what do you got? I am tasting tonight uh, Glenfiddich 14 Bourbon Barrel Reserves. I'm a huge fan of Glenfiddich, visited their distillery and got basically a privateer when I was there in Scotland, slightly before the pandemic. And it was fantastic. Um, so big fan of theirs. And this is their Bourbon Barrel Reserve, 43% uh, ABV. Oh, that nose, immediately creamy, vanilla, nice, little bit of like, cinnamon roll, baking spice, dried ginger, and like fresh hay. And also tonight, the great thing about tasting is your tasting is always changing depending on the day, allergies, are you sick? What did you have to eat? Are there other smells going on? So like a myriad of factors factor in. And like today I'm getting a cola note, which I've never gotten before on any whiskey. Um, but this this has been smelling kind of like Coca-Cola to me, so that's interesting. Uh, there's also a really nice honey note along with the hay and all the other vanilla sweet notes, which is great. So let's let's give it a wee taste, eh? Mm. Oh, that is lovely. Medium plus to full body. That easy creamy honey note you have a bit of that like candy ginger you got some dough you got obviously that vanilla note coming in from the bourbon barrels and that's where all like a lot of the sweet notes come from you have candied lemon uh other notes of like dried apple so so some good fruitiness along with all those pastry notes great long uh long finish let's take another drink Yeah, that's just freaking delightful. Long, rich, warm, a lot of complexity, a lot of notes going on. Definitely would recommend this because it's delightful AF. Get on it, kids. And Mark, Mark, anything else? What you drinking, son? You, what you, you, want, drink? you, want, you want my Simple Man review? I do. Here, I I've got a, simple man a, review. a glass of bourbon here. <sighs> Wow. Okay. So no one else can see this. His glass is like one of those giant kind of like plasticky cups, but it's opaque and it's orange and it's hilarious. Like you're drinking whiskey out of that. Good on you. What kind of whiskey? Excuse me while I choked to death as I was muted. No, I did that for effect because I wanted you to hear me drinking something because I just don't drink that whiskey that way. So I'm going to give you kind of a simple man review. I am drinking High West American Prairie Bourbon. This is a personal favorite of mine. Ooh. I know that this gets a lot of shade out there. It doesn't get great reviews, and I just don't understand it. Uh, this really falls into the category of bourbons uh, that I love because of the vanilla, because of the sweetness that's there. There's just a twinge of the spice that's kind of coming through. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, 
this is about 92 proof. So there's, there's a little bit of something, something that's happening there. Got a good mouthfeel, a little bit of a medium finish. It's a young bourbon. I think it's a blend of at least two plus uh, on uh, the recipe on the website. Uh, so it's really, it's got that kind of bourbon rough feel. It's got that burn, right? Um, the finish is a little short for me, but it, it, it has that, that burn as it's going down and I like it. I can't complain. Here, you, I'm going to, you, you want me to take a really, a drink here? Julia, you want to, you want to describe, do you want to just, do you want to describe my glass? Okay. Well, for anyone who cares now he's changed glasses to like, a half size pint glass, but it's glass and I can see what's in it and it's liquid and it's brown and now he's slurping and it's gross and weird. But cheers, kids. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. So what is the main topic of today? I feel like uh, we're branching off of what we were talking about last week because there that was an action-packed week and episode we had last time. Part two for fuck's sake. Let's do it. Yeah. Fucking right on, bitches. Let's go. Yeah. So so last week we were talking about uh, fuckery and whiskey mania and why people write the shit that they write. And uh, frankly, it kind of got off the rails. So we came back and we realized we're just going to keep going with it being off the rails. So um, I'm curious if you're listening out there, please, you know, please shoot us a message um, on social media. You can, you can shoot us, um, you know, you can find us on Facebook, um, Swig and Ramble group uh, at Swig and Ramble on, on all the social medias. Shoot us a message and let us know why you pay attention to this clickbait bullshit. Um, there's plenty of really good information out there. And we didn't touch on last week. We didn't touch at all on the bullshit that's being published uh, on the wine side. Um, really just, we were talking about the whiskey side and, and there's, there's really good information and there's really bad information, both on, no matter what the beverage is, there's going to be bad information. There's going to be great information and there's going to be everything in between. Um, it seems today that anybody can write a book or publish a book or have a blog or, um, and we won't even get into, we won't even get into the people who don't have a blog, but have this huge social media following just because of of whatever we we won't go there that'll be a that'll be an episode block for a later time um but i did want to mention number one it seems like this is episode number four so we're we don't want people thinking that we're just here to bitch we're here to educate we're here to have fun but we're also here to really have a discussion and for our purposes uh the last episode was really more pointing out number one that people need to stop putting out bullshit um and number two um that people need to stop reading it so we thought maybe we'd take some opportunity this episode to talk about the people who are doing it really well. Um, Mark, who do you got? Who, who's doing it really well out there? Really quickly, if I can just kind of go back to a couple of things that you said. Uh, I, I was speaking with someone and they made a really interesting point. This person is an artist and musician um, in my opinion, this person is putting out some incredible content, some great music, and something that he pointed out to me was that there are people that are talking about his music that have more followers and more eyeballs than his band actually does 
for the content that they're producing. <laughs> and it's, it, it was one of those moments where like the light bulb went on. Um, you know, I, th I think that there's a lot of sites out there that are putting things out there that are dense, lean content, uh, you know, very rich with information and kind of, yeah, you know, maybe a little bit of snark out there. Can you pause? So, you know, when you think about what you want to read and what you want it to look like and, and, and what should be done, the first thing that comes to my mind is I think Bourbon Beach, right? It's, it's very kind of quick hits. You go up there and there's these tiles with all of the different articles. You click into the articles and it's not like a 500 page essay into the subject matter. It's more of a quick hit. Here's the information. Here's the facts. You know, here's a little bit of intelligence wrapped around the writing that I'm doing. And I really appreciate and I enjoy that type of content. So for me, that's a great shining example of what I would like to see more of out there. What do you guys think? Michael Beach is a gentleman, a scholar, a literal scholar, um, uh, a historian. Um, he was one of the very first people that actually um, was willing to talk to me when I started talking about me writing my book. And this was a long, long time ago. Um, he is a, a true researcher, a true historian, um, and one who is putting out great information constantly. And why he doesn't have 10 million followers, I, I don't know, you know. So let's see if maybe we can go out there and follow um, Bourbon Beach. Let's, let's follow Mike Beach and all of his socials, and let's, let's turn him into a thing as opposed to this dribble that all these other people are, not all, but a lot of these other people are writing. Uh, you're here. here. Follow absolutely. that up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Julia, I know you're a you're a wine gal. Um, let's let's talk a little bit for a second about uh, the other side of this. Um, is there a really good website that you like for for accurate and quality wine info? Absolutely. I mean, there are multiple ones. Going back to what you just said and what we touched on last week, and what I am really big about as a writer, research. Get research either writing or digging back into archives or personal experience, it's so important to write proper information. So Jancis Robinson, one of the first uh, masters of wine, female lady from England, uh, she got her master of wine many, many years ago one of the head wine ladies in the world. Absolutely phenomenal. She has a great site, which is so just education based. I don't know what her following is. I don't really care because dude, what she writes is fucking proper. So Jancis Robinson, I know another big person in the wine world, also female is Wine Folly, uh, Madeline Pouquet. Now, they're back and forth, whether ugh, a lot of different views on wine folly. I'm like, good on her. She gives decent information and she found a great way to reach people with her graphics. Like she married information and graphics. They're intertwined and like she capitalized on that shit and like fucking good on her. It's captivating, eye-catching, and informative. So, you know, if you're looking for great 
basic wine information, Wine Folly is a good way to go. Hey, Justin, the phrase of 2020. Yeah. You're on, you're on mute, brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. Um, and it is 2021, but I just wanted to say, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, I have to echo that. Wine Folly is a great resource. They, they visually educate, which is fantastic. Um, so, again, we, we just want to kind of point out that we're not just harshing on people and shitting all over everybody's hard work. Um, we're, we're really shitting on the people who don't do the hard work of actually researching and understanding the content that they're, that they're producing. Um, Absolutely. And like, I just kind of want to bounce off of that. Like there are so many great people that put out great educational information about wine, about whiskey, about all these different spirits. And yet, of course, they're the ones that don't seem to have the following or the you know, push behind them where it's all these influencers that post pretty pictures of their boobs in a bottle. And I'm like, really? But like, why are they having thousands of followers? And I'm like, I'm actually giving information that's interesting and cool and, and, you know, beneficial to the people that actually care about spirits or whatever. Yeah. So it's just, it's just an interesting beast social media yeah it that is. could be a whole topic in and of itself could i pose could i pose a question sorry justin go ahead i, I interrupt yeah you. no you're good i just want to say that that's not only a, a question that's not only a topic that'll be a 57 part episode um <laughs> and sometime in late 2021 coming uh, soon I'm, to a theater near you i'm currently sending a screenshot uh to uh julia and mark uh, just about the topic that we are eventually going to be writing. What I have to assume will be 750. Um, oh, sweet Christmas. Episodes worth of content. And that is her reaction to that screenshot. So Mark, what are you going to say, my friend? I forgot what I was talking about. That's because Julia is so angry and irritated right now. Just looking at this picture, I'm like what the fuck? What? Uh, you know what? I'm going to. That's a subject for another day. Julia. Oh, my I'm going to. Contain and channel for a future date. Continue. Julia, Julia, moment of zen with me. Um, um, yeah, guys, we're paying for this airtime here, so you'll get it up on your own time. Um, <laughs> are you centered? Are you... <laughs> okay, kids, here we go. We're you, fine. I'm fine. You, we're good. You're good. What's, what's Diageo going to say when we start doing hippie stuff on this, you know, as our sponsor? Zen is what very hip and very cool. Mindfulness is, you know what? You I'm... Those girls in yoga pants, they're totally fine with it. That's a good point. Let's do that. Forgot what I was talking uh, about again. I I think not only is the future of bourbon a celebrity endorsed whiskey in a frosted glass, but it also has mindful in the title. I'm I'm forming this image. I think by the time we get to episode 50, I will have this image perfected and we can go and present it to somebody like Diageo. Just want you to know. Uh Swig and Ramble is available for your consulting needs. Yeah, just as a heads up. You just gave it to them for free, so they don't need us anymore. Thanks for that. However, we will be accepting a check. Uh, you can just send it to me. Cop copyright Swig and Ramble, March yeah. 28th, twenty eighth, twenty or whatever the whatever the fucking date it is. Yeah. So, all right. Um, uh, I, you know what? I feel like we could spend the next three days kind of talking about this. So, um, I'm gonna laugh as Justin just spilled his drink all over his desk and has a look of panic on his face. 
just oh. just one of these bottles lost, oh, oh, lost right, at a time. Right, my my right, dog will right. find that probably. Hey, Justin, for the show, it would have been funnier if you would have come in and said you spilled your your drink everywhere. Just oh, okay, yeah. Future well, reference. Yeah, as your as your yes, little slapstick, a little vaudeville. Come on, sing a tune, whatever. Um, look, you know, folks, ramblers, go out there and support the people that are putting con good content out there. Don't just be quick to judge and kind of have that cynical reaction of haha, take a look at this, because there's a lot of people putting a lot of great effort into producing some amazing, informative, and awesome content. Uh, and I think that this is going to be a topic that comes up fairly frequently for us. So we'll be talking about this probably again as more examples happen and as this crops its head up. Uh, I just wanted to uh, thank everybody. Appreciate you ramblers jumping on and listen to us. Here we are, episode four. Can you believe it? Four episodes. Is anybody actually listening? Send us a note at Swig and Ramble. Find us, talk to us, tell us what's going on. Send us pictures of your butts. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. That's gross. And uh, now they're going to do that, asshole. I mean, I'm going to send it over to the lovely and talented Julia to get us out of this tailspin that I put us in. Oh, Mark. Dear to my heart, a you poor soul. Anyway, as he said earlier, thank you, Ramblers. I'm Julia at The Weed Simple. You can also follow Mark Cruitt at Resident and Pros and Justin Curry at Bevfluence. So thanks for joining us. Tune in next week for another shit show. <laughs> what are we going to be talking about next week? Oh, well, you know what? Uh, I think we're going to discuss those assholes who only want Patron. So tune in, kids. It's Sounds like a great wild subject. ride. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Follow us at Swig and Ramble on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers.